0: Welcome to the Deeper Podcast. This is a podcast run by a team of people from different churches, all aiming to make gospel resources that are both accessible and applicable for everyday life. We do hope you stick around and subscribe to this channel as we're going to cover a range of topics in the coming months. And so we hope you enjoy today's episode. And welcome back to the Leviticus series on the Deeper Pod. I'm Lara Halston, and I am here with Peter Brind.
1: Good evening, everybody. Thank uh, you for joining us.
0: <laughs> thank you indeed, um, and we're super excited to be back with episode three of this Leviticus series. And today we're talking again about sacrifice. We talked a bit about sacrifice last week um, and how all of the sacrifices in Leviticus that I mentioned are just pointing like such an arrowhead to Jesus and that ultimate sacrifice on the cross um, and how incredible and beautiful that is. We got very excited about that last week. Um, (laughs) So if you haven't haven't listened to that, go and listen to that first, um, because it's a beautiful picture of Jesus and Jesus is just awesome. But today, we're going back a little bit and we're looking at the first three sacrifices that are mentioned um, in Leviticus that you very helpfully pointed out um, are voluntary sacrifices. So again, if you haven't seen um, Pete's video about this on the Deeper YouTube channel, go check that out, very insightful. Learned lots of things when I listened to it. And one of those things was that there are two kinds of sacrifices. There's the voluntary sacrifices that God asks his people to bring as a demonstration of their love and adoration for him. And then there's obligatory sacrifices, which are the sin offering and the guilt offering, which are the ones that allow God's people to come into God's presence that make them clean. But actually, rather than them coming first as the entry point, what comes first is the voluntary offerings. So why is that significant, that those are the ones that come first?
1: Yeah, it's, it's probably a surprise to most of us, because I would have thought if I was going to come into God's presence, I would need to be clean and pure first. But the stimulus for me to come into God's presence is because I really, in my heart, believe that God is worth something. He has value. And those sacrifices really speak of his value, his worth to us. If he's Mm -hmm. worth something, then we really will want to come into his presence, won't we?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We've talked already about sort of being in God's presence, being in his company. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to people, the people I want to spend time with are the people who I value. It's Absolutely. the people who I'm, I'm good friends with, the people yeah. who I love that I want to be spending time with. And yeah. when I'm not with those people, I miss them. Yeah. And it's exactly the same with being with God. Yeah. We're going to want to be in his presence. We're going to want to be with him if we value him, if we love him.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's been the problem with lockdown, hasn't it, more than anything. Yeah. Uh, as you As you were sharing with me a little earlier, you know, the people you want to go to visit, you can't at this present moment because of lockdown. Yeah. Uh, and this longing within us to be in their presence. Well, it's that kind of longing that Leviticus really brings us into, draws us into. If we really value and love him, we're going to want to spend quality time with him.
0: Yeah absolutely that's actually so helpful to think of in terms of in in this covid lockdown like we can't we can't see people yeah. and we want to and that is exactly the same with god we we want to be with him we want to be yeah. in his company and being with people is one way that we can show them that we value them that we love them and that they are worth something to us yeah and what we're seeing with these voluntary sacrifices um, in the book of Leviticus are it's a chance for God's people to say. God is worth something to me, yeah. so I'm going to give him something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, even that's a strange idea, isn't it? Kef? What can you bring to God? What can you give to mm. the one who has everything, the eternal Supreme God, well, the Lord says, "Bring me something that you have got, yeah, and something that's worth something to you, and let's yeah. share that together, because some of the sacrifices were not just a gift that was put on an altar and burnt, but was an opportunity to sit down and share a meal together with yeah. God having a bit of that meal too, hmm. as it went up into his presence so 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 that's what happened in the Old Testament, in the Leviticus part of our Bible. Of course, God's not asking us to do that today, is he?
0: No. I'm not bringing any uh, animals in for, to church on a Sunday, that's for sure.
1: No. no. I mean, partly because most of us haven't got them anyway. This but, is true. <laughs> but, but there's a deeper meaning behind it all. And God is still asking us to bring to him something that is worth something
0: to us it's valuable to us yeah Yeah. in christian in christian circles we do often talk about having to lay things down or having to give things up um, for god um, in order to grow closer to him or in order to fully pursue god we have to give up other things of the world um and actually there is an element of truth to that. We do have to sure. to choose what's more important sometimes, yeah. Yeah. whether God is more important to us or whether something else is actually more important to us than being
1: yes.
0: close to God. Sure. But you mentioned a couple of things in terms of what sacrifices look like, being that God doesn't demand what we can't bring, yeah but they have to be costly so what can you expand on that sort of what what can that look like
1: yeah um the, the sacrifices they brought meant effectively if they brought a bull for example that mm. they couldn't have that bull themselves yeah they had to go without some um some stakes or some sausages or whatever, because they gave that to God instead because God was worth something. So it was something that really meant something deeply to them mm. that, they, that they brought, something that cost them something. Um, when, I, when I was growing up, I really felt God pulling me to say, you need to study my word. Mm. And one of the things I did, I was quite good at cricket. But if you've ever watched a cricket match, you will know it takes quite a time.
0: I will be honest, I don't have the patience to watch right. it.
1: <laughs> Which meant, of course, that if I joined the cricket team, my school cricket team, I would have to give up every Saturday morning and half of the afternoon as well. Yeah. And I really felt that God was calling me to to go to his word. And it did cost me something because I loved cricket, still do. Mm. so so i I, I, i'm just saying that sometimes god is it calls us to to give up something because he has got a higher no higher a better plan for our lives Uh, and says bring something that that costs me something because if it doesn't cost us anything well it's pretty easy to give up stuff that doesn't cost isn't it
0: yeah it doesn't feel like giving it up really if it it doesn't if it's not something that matters to you yeah it's like Sec- like passing on secondhand gifts, isn't it?
1: It is. It if somebody is, yeah. gives
0: you something that you don't like anyway, and so then you conveniently give it to somebody else next Christmas, yeah. it hasn't cost you anything.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've always felt, I've said this lots of times because I believe it with my heart, that I try to give to God the best part of my day. Now, for me, the best part of my day is first thing in the morning. That's when I'm brightest, that's when I'm most switched on, that's when I've got the most energy, enthusiasm, and passion. And I don't find it giving up, actually. I, I mean, I enjoy it so much. Yeah. But it has to be a discipline that I say, "Okay, God, I want to give you the very best because you are worth everything to me." Yeah. So for 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 all of us, it will look different. What mm-hmm. God asks us to do will look different depending on uh, what He's asking us to do, what we what we are doing for Him, what our giftings might be, what our ministry might be. It will be different.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, for me, having to give up time to watch sport, it's not really giving anything up. If that was what God was asking me to do, it wouldn't be much of a sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but actually, yeah. Yeah. God knows us. And he does, yeah. It's not that he, God... I'd want to clear this up. It's not that God is being cruel and asking us to give things up for the sake of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Sometimes it can feel like that, it yeah. can feel like, but I really love this thing. Why would you make me stop doing it? Or why, if it's a person, a friendship or a relationship that actually yeah. isn't healthy for for your relationship with God, sure. or if it's a behaviour that isn't healthy for your relationship with God, that actually sometimes God does ask us to to give things up because yeah. he is more important. It's not because he's being cruel and just demanding that we don't have fun, that we are miserable and just everything we enjoy doing, we stop doing it. Yeah. It's actually that God knows what is our best. Absolutely. And the things that God asks us to give up are to show us how much we value God. Yeah. For us to say, yeah, God, you are my number one. And I trust that you have something better. Yes. If you're asking me to give something up, to lay something down, it's because you have something better for
1: me. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a matter of exchange, really, isn't it? That's that's the way I, I, I always think about it. It's not that God says, because I am so wonderful, you need to bring things to me. What he says is, because I love you so much, I want you to share in my life, mm. and the best way for, for you to do that is to bring a sacrifice something to me and uh, and uh, because that will be the best way for you to live down yeah. here. this will be the the finest way for you to live your life. so the sacrifice shows how much we think of God, but it also gives us that huge benefit of knowing that he is in control of our lives and we know he's in control of our lives. So what we give up for him, he exchanges for something which is infinitely better and greater mm. than ever what we could bring to him.
0: Yeah, amen. It's it's interesting. So currently we are, as we record this, we are in the season of Lent, which is yeah. all about giving things up. Yeah. And um, most people lent is kind of like giving up chocolate or cake or something that you like but is ultimately kind of bad for you anyway and it's just an excuse to try and get rid of it (laughs) um but actually at its heart lent is about going without for the sake of knowing god better yes it's something costly you should be giving something up that will be hard for you to give up so that you can focus on the fact that god is better
1: right Right.
0: and you can focus your attention and your energy in those moments of oh i've given like i've given this up like oh i wish i could have some chocolate right now but i really can't why am i not eating chocolate again oh yeah actually because i want to focus on god and it's a little trigger and it's like it can get silly and it's a bit pointless and i actually haven't given anything up for lent this year but at its heart it's that's that's what's behind it
1: yeah it, it, it it's it, it's us looking at it we, we ought to be looking at it, is what i want to say in the other way the other way round. it really is all about god
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: It's not really about me, and it's not even about me bringing sacrifices. It's about who God is. And he says that, that he would love me to bring him a sacrifice. It, 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 it's, it's almost like me bringing presents to people. Mm. And I don't think as I give the present, well, this is going to cost me so much. <laughs> I say that person is worth so much, so let me bring to them yeah. the present that is worthy, that they are worthy of. Yeah. Something that tells me and tells folks around me that they are really worth something and very special to me. And I think really it's about, as you quite rightly say, it's us engaging with God. Yeah, That's the reason why we bring to him our sacrifices. Mm.
0: So we've mentioned a couple of of things sort of, sometimes we have to give up behaviors or maybe even people that can be really challenging but something that you mentioned in the video and again something that's we may be familiar with as a phrase if we've been around church or christians for a while is the concept of being a living sacrifice Mm -hmm. and actually our lives our whole lives being a sacrifice to god So can you expand a little bit on that? What does it mean to be a living sacrifice? Yeah, Yeah,
1: Paul says it in in Romans 12, uh, and he says this, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, in other words, because of all that God is and what he has done for you, to offer your bodies, this is our physical bodies, as a living sacrifice. Interestingly, that's holy, one of the buzzwords Mm. of Leviticus, and pleasing or acceptable to God, so so he says. What I really want from you is your total devotion. Yeah, I want I want you all, not not just part of you. I want your your life, your bodies as a as a living. I'm not asking you. am not asking you to go and and flagellate yourself. I'm not going to ask you to to. Get into a situation where you're likely to die. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm asking you to give your body over to me completely because of your devotion. I urge you, Mm -hmm. because of God's great love for you, because of God's great mercy, to say, God, you have done so much for me. I want to offer my body to you to do with whatever you will. And he says that's your act of worship. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I had a very dear friend who was my mentor. We call him Brother Bill, an amazing man, led many, many people to Christ. And um, he said to me one day when we were chatting, he said, Do you know my prayer every morning? It's very simple. I do it every single morning. I say, Lord, take my life, take every hour, take every minute, take every second, take every moment and use it. Your glory. Wow. I think that's what he's talking about when he says a living sacrifice. Yeah. I'm going to give it all to you
0: That's incredibly inspiring. Yeah. Every day. God,
1: what are we doing today? Yeah. Let it be but, for your glory. Do, do you know the wonder of it is as well? Is is um? I I loved Brother Bill. I was really heartbroken when he went to heaven but hey he had to go sometime Mm -hmm. and if anybody deserved it he did he needed that rest he was weighing up in his 90s 95 I think and that year the year he died he led 17 people to the Lord I mean that's what he does He, Mm -hmm. he, he somehow or other people gravitate to him and say to him how do I get right with God when we offer our bodies as a living sacrifice it's amazing the wonderful reward that comes from doing that but it starts off with our devotion
0: to it yeah. yeah yeah totally it's it's that heart of worship isn't it and saying yeah god what can i bring to you like you said what can i bring you're the yeah. god who created everything i can't yeah. give you anything
1: Yep. Yeah. but Absolutely we can astounding. give him
0: our lives
1: we can yeah we can we could.
0: give him our days and everything we do
1: We can. Absolutely.
0: And another thing you said was about having a transformed mind. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because he says this when you when you do that, when you bring your body, your your willingly sacrifice your yourself to me and say, Lord, take me as I am. This is what he says. Don't let the world press you into its mold, because most of us live with one eye on other people. If I do yes. that, those people may not like it. Now, now, I'm not saying that we deliberately go to rub people up the wrong way, but what we don't do is I don't live to please anybody else. I live to please the Lord. So he says, don't conform mm-hmm. to the path of this world that seeks to press you into its mould, into its own shape, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So what happens is, is how a devotion, when we express that devotion and say, Lord, I love you, He works within our hearts and within our minds to bring us to the place he wants us to be, to work with the people he wants us to work with in the time frame he wants us to work. And I've experienced that over and over again, things I never thought I would ever do I've done, places I never thought I'd ever go I have been. Mm. And even doing this podcast is something way out of my imagination and never even thought that God would call me to, would ask me to do such things. But he puts thoughts into our hearts and into our minds in order that as we sacrifice our bodies and say, Lord, take it all, Mm. he says, "Okay, now this is what I want you to do. And he communicates that to us. And then we go and do it.
0: That's That's good. I think often when we talk about sacrifice, and there is an element of practical sacrifice, both in giving ourselves and in bringing specific things to God but often we make it very very based action based
1: yeah
0: but actually it's very heart based yes
1: absolutely
0: and I think that's something that I've been challenged with is I don't need to look at what other people are giving whether that's financially giving or whether that's time giving or whether that's things that people seem to be giving up or sacrificing for God,
1: yeah.
0: I don't need to look at what other people are bringing. It's yeah. about my heart Absolutely. before God and my devotion to God. And sometimes God will ask us to give things up,
1: yeah.
0: and that's something we have to take seriously.
1: Sure.
0: And actually, let's let's talk about that. When if we do feel like God is is asking us to to lay something down how do we respond to that what should we do if there's something that I think say for example when um when I was in school um and I was getting to that age when parties started happening um and I was getting invited to them and lots and lots of people were embracing that very much as an excuse to get very drunk and get with lots of people and actually that was something i didn't feel comfortable being a part of because i didn't think that lined up with my faith and sure. so that was something that i actively quote unquote sacrificed being yeah. part of that in culture so that's a, a sort of smallish example from my life in school yeah. But if we feel like actually God is asking us to, to give something up, it could be something as big as a job. It could be something like a move to a yeah. different country yes, or anything. What do we do with that if we feel yeah. God calling that on us?
1: Yeah, you, you remember the words of Jesus when he said, if anyone is going to come after me, they deny themselves. Mm. Number one, take up the cross and follow me. I suppose that's a, a, a living example. That, that's exactly what he did, isn't it? Yeah. He denied himself. He, he made himself, he emptied himself, made himself of no reputation, came down into this world, died on a cross. He, he, he did that. He gave up heaven for me. So mm. I, I think it's not very much for me to, to return just a little of the love that he has already poured into my life. And that may well mean that there are things that I will not do. But I'm always conscious of this every time, that if I don't go somewhere because I believe it's not holy and acceptable to him, then he takes me to somewhere that is holy and acceptable and somewhere that is far better for me. Yeah. It's always a difficult discussion, isn't it, this idea of giving up, Because it kind of makes it feel as if Christianity is really restrictive, which it isn't. It's actually fullness and freedom. But but it's freedom to serve acceptably, to serve God well, to live brilliant lives for him, Mm. to live fulfilled and satisfied lives. I know, I mean, I'm 71 and I want to tell you that I've been a Christian for way over 50 years. And I have always had... An, an incredible uh, conversation with the Lord and, and a time with him. And he's done all, of course, there've been difficulties and heartbreaks and and, and things that have gone wrong and troubles. I've, I've had as many of those as anybody else has had, but through it, he has taken us, taken me and, uh, and my wife, Sandra, and he's taken the two of us with him on mm-hmm. an incredible journey. And Jesus says, it's a matter of taking up your cross, and Mm. following me and that might mean taking up your cross might mean that you will um, come under shame and reproach and and people might laugh at you and mock at you and and all of those things Mm. but it's so worth it to follow him
0: and I mean let's be real like there are people in, in mostly other parts of the world where actually following Jesus is truly truly costly and so, may cost you your life. It yeah. may cost you your job, your security, your family. Yeah. It could genuinely be a Jesus and nothing else.
1: Yeah.
0: My life or Jesus. Yeah. And actually, we very rarely in this country have to make that kind of, of choice when it comes to faith. And I think, actually, remembering that there are people who do have to choose on a regular basis, actually, is Jesus worth my life? Because if I confess that I'm a Christian, that I love Jesus, I'm putting my life on the line. And there are people who make that choice. And I find that personally so challenging. If I was in that situation would i have the faith to say yeah, yeah i i'm a follower of jesus and that is yeah. worth more to me than my very life
1: yeah yeah i mean it it, it, it is easy for us as christians in this country mm. and maybe because it's so easy we don't give so much but but i'm begging can i say to a younger generation i desperately need to see young folks who are so devoted so hungry for the lord That they are willing to say, will you take my life? Will Mm. you take every part of it? Will you use me? Will you tell me what to do? Will you show me where to go? Can I yoke myself with you and can I walk with you? God's calling all of us to live lives like that. Now, I don't know how many more years I have to live down here, but I do know this. The chances are that I've got nowhere near as many as Lara has. And and, and I'm just and I'm just joining with Lara to say to you, will you be willing to give that sacrifice to the Lord? Because mm. it's not a sacrifice that is demanded, but I want to urge you to do it because I have proved it's the finest way to live your life.
0: <laughs> Amen. I think we are out of time so we will have to leave it there but what a note to end on the question I would love to leave us thinking about and to go away and actually let's pray about this let's take this to God and say how much is God worth to us am I willing to give up my life for Jesus and if the answer to that is yes then how much more are we willing to put things down that God is asking us to in order to pick up something better that he has and I don't want to name things I've quite specifically I've given some examples but I don't want to name things because for you that might be something very specific for me it might be something completely different and God may speak specifically about something but he may not, it is a a heart position of devotion to God, how much is God worth to us because to him we were worth everything. And that's where we're going to leave you in this episode. Thank you so, so much for joining with us um, as we've talked about this. It's definitely challenging um, and definitely something to that I'll be taking forward with me into this next week. Thank you, Peter, for your insights and talking to me.
1: You're very welcome.
0: And we will see you next week on the deeper pod.